Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Time to get to work, my friend. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 to 27 speaks loudly. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit it is to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. I grew up seeing my father going to work at a local sugar factory. There were three eight-hour rotating shifts, one that starts, started at 6 o'clock, one that started at 2 o'clock, and the third one started at 10 p.m. My dad was diligent, and as far as a child could see, he never missed work and he was never late. He rode his bicycle every day to work, and he never complained. But as I grew older, I knew that it was hard work. He did it with commitment to his employers and love for his family. I have heard of the regimented style of work in places like coal mines, in fruit orchards, on construction sites, in emergency rooms. People work under demanding circumstances, long, grueling hours, brutal supervisors, low wages, sweltering heat, minimal breaks, and the ever-present threat of losing your job if you slack off. But people do it because they need the wages. Their jobs might seem insignificant, but they are contributing to the economy. They are producing so that others might benefit. They give up their best so that others may live and live well. Work is not play, right? It is taxing, exacting, demanding, but in many cases, rewarding. Let us listen to what Jesus is saying to us today. The opening statement of the text speaks volumes. Jesus is talking to his disciples. This is the group of tradesmen, professionals, husbands, who Jesus had called earlier to follow him to be schooled in how to become fishers of men. They did. Well, here is Jesus, quite some time later, having a tough talk with him. He's not offering an attractive salary package. He's not promising extended vacation and health insurance and a pension. Jesus made a straightforward statement. If you really want to be my disciple, if you want to be part of this Jesus movement, if you want to identify with me and what I'm about, here is the requirement. You must put my demands over your expectations and desire. You must be willing and able to take up your cross and follow me. You think you were following me up until now, right? That was simply the probation period. As of today, you're being given an opportunity to walk away. But if you stay, this is what I'm demanding of you. There is no contract that says you are going to be compensated on a regular basis, and there is no clause to that non-existent contract that tells you about working in a comfortable air-conditioned office with a view of the city light skyline. There is no promise of business trips to cities across the world, and I don't promise you paid vacation periods. All I'm saying to you is that if you are one of us, there are tough and challenging days ahead. But there is one thing I want you to know. Even though I tell you about the hard road of being my disciple, I must tell you that there is something in it for you. Mm -hmm. What I'm calling you to do is to carry out my mission after I'm gone.
Some of you might die on the job and some of you might die because of the job. But when I return, I am coming with a ton of rewards for each of you who joins this workforce, those who answer the call on their lives. These rewards will bring you great joy. A deafening silence fell across the room and these disciples just sat there and simply tried to process what they just heard. If it were today, we would be seated on padded pews in our cozy church auditorium or sanctuary, a space. We would have come to church for a blessing, and that is a sermon we just heard. Nobody told me to expect God to speak to me like that. We're professionals, we're family people, we work hard and live in nice neighborhoods, we pay our tithes and we serve on the usher board at church or we sing on the choir. We go on holy tours of Israel and ancient Ephesus and Rome occasionally. We are involved. But that sermon, that sermon is the last thing we expected to hear on a Sunday morning. As you look around, some of your friends are in tears, some have bowed their heads in prayer, some are standing with their hands raised and you, what are you doing? What are you going to do about a sermon like that? Think about what is ahead of you in your profession. It is okay to continue serving God as you've been doing for the last however many years. But is it really? When was the last time you led someone to Jesus? Or when was the last time you even stopped and talked to someone about Jesus? How many persons at your workplace know that you're a child of God? You know full well that you have never really taken up your cross and follow him with all your heart. Well, Jesus is speaking to you today, right now, and he's saying to you loud and clear, if you want to be counted in my kingdom, you must take up the cross, you must count the cost and follow me. Someone out there needs to hear the gospel and I want you to tell them. This will determine where they spend their eternity. My friend, I simply want to tell you what I have heard. It is time to get working for Jesus. Send me an email to friendofclyde at gmail.com if you have any question about today's message.